So, Gia. Yeah? Last month was kind of busy for uh, startups. Was it? Yeah, Lucid Lucid started uh, their production, but we're not going to talk about them because we talk about Lucid too much. Um, but uh, in the beginning of September, Rivian started production of their R1T. And uh, since then, have uh, been on the path to IPOing. And obviously, when a company goes public, they have to give us, the uh, potential shareholders, all the information about the company. And that gives us a lot of information to talk about, Gio. Oh, we finally have new Rivian information? We finally have the inside new scoop? Rivian. I mean, it's no longer the inside scoop because you can just go to sec.gov and find this information for yourself. But, uh, you know, there was a lot of information given out. Uh, I think one of the things that stood out is their uh, autonomy features. Or Oh, or so. are we getting a self-driving Rivian? No. Maybe. Oh. You know, it's one of those things where if you go on Rivian's website, you know, the, the, their autonomous system is called Driver Plus. And they say Driver Plus is standard. And, you know, it's just kind of basic. I don't even know if it's completely comparable to a regular autopilot. But, I mean, it has just highway assist. Basic. Basic new age safety features. Yeah, adaptive cruise control, lane change assist, lane keep assistance, lane departure warning, blind spot warning, blah, 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 blah. blah. But it's standard. It's not an option uh, on all of the Rivians that come out. Um, But I think things like those are standard on most new vehicles now. True, true. Nothing really too fancy there. But they do beat Tesla over here in 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 their equipment, Geo. Oh, more equipment. Would you like to know how many cameras they have? How many? 11. It's a lot of cameras. That's more. So it's more than what I have. It got to be better, right? <laughs> and you know how many radars they have? <laughs> how many? Five. Is, is that better? I mean, Tesla don't even use their, their radar anymore. Oh. So five. So that's like five compared to zero. That's infinitely times better, right? Infinitely times better. Same, same amount of ultrasonic sensors, though. So, uh, yeah, so... That's, you know, if you're just a regular consumer, there's no news on the website in terms of what's beyond this. Um, but if you do look at the, you know, IPO documentation, which is 180 pages of dense wording, you will find that uh, within it, Rivian does say that they plan to have a $10,000 uh, autonomous driving fee. Oh, and it also says that their current equipment should be capable of providing up to level three autonomy, which would be uh, obviously not quite FSD, but closer than uh, you know regular auto. Well, I think weather. I think FSD today is still considered level three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't think that they're going to offer the amount of features that Tesla yeah. does. Yeah, yeah. Um, so within the filing, we see that there's going to be potentially a ten thousand dollar fee. And then along with that, a uh, $5,500 fee over 10 years because they're projecting how much money they'll be able to, you know, make per vehicle over the lifespan of the vehicle or or whatnot. Um, So that comes out to obviously $550 subscription fee uh, a year. For internet and connectivity, right? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't specifically kind of say what it's for specifically um 
no one really thinks it's going to be for the autonomous features. It's more going to be for the premium connectivity stuff and membership fee and other things. Uh, once again, none of but this... But just like Tesla, just like Tesla, this is uh, software unlocked. Yeah. The car comes with all the hardware, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, once again, none of this stuff is really like easily digestible in a public-facing manner, so it's hard to kind of give concrete details on when or how or for what this money is going to be. Bro, just chew. The what? Just chew. Just chew? Yeah. Just chew? Said it's not digestible. Just chew. Oh, okay, okay. Get it? That was that was a joke. I, I did even, the ha-ha. I didn't even get my own metaphor when you threw it back at me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, $10,000 $10, fee. Is that is that the new future? Has, has Tesla proven that people will pay $10,000 for... I mean, it's not it, it's not even available on the current configurator. So I don't know when they're even planning to to bring it out. Um, but I don't know if Tesla's proven it because FSD take rate is sub fifty percent. I think that's pretty decent take rate for you know if you're buying a Model Three or Y, that option is a fifth of the price of the car, if not more. Yeah, I, but FSD also has a lot more plans than Level Three. They're shooting for Level Five. True. Full on robo taxis. True. But ten thousand dollars for a maximum of level three eventually. Mm-hmm. Eh, that's kind of high up there. That's kind of high up there. Yeah. Well, I mean, what's uh, what does Blue Cruise do? Ford's. Blue Cruise is depends on which vehicle you're getting it because sometimes it's mixed into a package. Sometimes you could get it outright, but it's either sixteen hundred or thirty two hundred or included with the model so it's all over the place and they charge a $600 service fee for three years so it comes as like a subscription with a three-year three-year tie-down for 600 bucks if the car's capable those prices prior were the hardware that's a pretty it's a pretty weird quote-unquote subscription duration yeah Ford's still kind of Ford's still kind of stuck in the old age of packages yeah where it's kind of like tied into certain things. But $600 three years is weird. Uh, I'm certain that's probably going to go up, given that everyone else thinks that it's okay to charge $10,000, right? I guess. Uh, uh, GM's uh, Super Cruise, I think, I, I, I think it was like $25 a month. But it's like Blue Cruise where it's, it's, it's limited to... Well, that it's limited to highways, essentially, if you want okay. actual... But uh, this is also limited to highways, correct? Well, that's what I said because they just said, yeah, there's going to be $10,000 for autonomy, but they didn't give the specifics on what that autonomous features would be level three. I mean, you can have le- level three in certain uh, urban roads too, so it doesn't have to be limited to pre-mapped highways, but I don't know. You You know how these levels go. They're kind of vague because it'll be like yeah level four is kind of like level five but just not better as good (laughs) certain situations you just have to be there so what's even the point because you still got to be vigilant up until level five anyway so uh yeah i don't i don't know um it's uh i'm i'm worried to see if every single automaker is just going to be like all right no yeah ten thousand dollars is a justifiable price for uh autonomous features that's crazy and then five hundred fifty dollars just for like 
connectivity features also is kind of i'll give them that what's tesla's that's, that's is passable it is it i think tesla's is like ten dollars a month but that 550 was over 10 years so no it's it's 550 annually for 5500 oh, 5, over 5000 5500 over 10 years you're right yeah yeah, that's more than Tesla, but uh, I mean, it says I think Tesla undercharges for that. I mean, it says for infotainment, connectivity, diagnostics, and other services. Uh, I mean, if you look at like what a service like Cyrus XM charges for one connected feature, or Netflix charges for one connected feature, I think it's justifiable to spend twenty, thirty dollars a month to have your car connected via five G or whatever they're using. I think Tesla's I mean, still on LTE. That's if we get Netflix in our Vivians. If we get Netflix, of if, course we will. If we get Netflix, why wouldn't we? Well, of course I'm, we will. No. I mean, they'll make it happen. Don't that's just that's going to be the new standard. Look at the. Uh, we were just looking at the new uh, Jeep Wagoneer, completely unrelated to EVs, but they they hooked up a whole Amazon stick in their car. That is true. And is true. isn't the Rivian uh, have Amazon capabilities? I think Alexa. Or am I misremembering this vehicle? No, I'm, I'm pretty sure Rivian did have Alexa. So there's already an Amazon hookup here. So, you know, just you like know, the Jeep Wagoneer did, it might also have Amazon uh, Fire TV. Plus, you know, Amazon owns like 15% of the company. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like that, so. That's right. That's right. That's right. This is an Amazon-owned company. This My boy Jeff is here. <laughs> He's, he will be the voice assistant when, uh, when, when doing the navigation. I want Jeff Bezos to navigate for me. So... <laughs> so aside from that we learned we learned a few other things uh we learned the pre-orders uh 48 yeah 000. that wasn't yeah forty-eight thousand. not very hot i think we were both expecting much more or for both not just the r1t for the r1s as well put together 48 is not that high especially with an expected annual output of 150 50. Thousand a year, and then a hundred, and then two hundred thousand by twenty twenty three. Am I remembering that yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's not a good start to have just forty eight thousand. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, it's more than Trevor. It's more than Trevor it's Milton more than did. Trevor, it's more. It's more than Fisker. It's more than Fisker. It's more than Lucid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's by far less than Tesla with the Cybertruck. By far it's, less than Tesla with the Cybertruck. It's less than they did in the first 24 hours. But I think it's less than they did in the first hour. True, but we have to think about what what is it appropriate to compare this to? I mean, do we compare it to first-year numbers of Tesla? Because then Listen, it would be even, winning. Even the F-150 Lightning has more than this. Yeah, but that's a Ford. And the F-150 that's just a Ford Lightning F-150, is... and that's the best-selling car in the entire United States. So it's just, Yeah, but we thought it would be a hard... A hard conversion. We thought an F-150 owner was a gas guzzler, doesn't want an EV, and it turns out, hey, there's still 150,000 reservations for the Lightning less than a year out. I, the Rivians had reservations open for how long? For how long? A lot of years, right? Uh, it's been a year, I think. Year and a half. But uh, their, their, cheapest, a half? their cheapest model, their smallest battery isn't even available yet, right? Uh, well, we don't even know if they're ever going to have that small battery. They might just be like Tesla and just never release the small pack. True, true. I mean, this is... What is Rivian's starting price? Let me go look on this configurator so like right quick 69? Is it the meme number? Is it no. is it the funny number? No, it's 67.5. 67? Ah, they didn't hit me with the 69? I mean, you uh, had... 67.5, that does 
that is higher than a Cybertruck. That is higher than the F-150. Um, but I, I, it still feels like it compares with those vehicles. I mean, it's, it's more luxury. It's a lot smaller of a vehicle. This isn't really like a fleet purpose vehicle. I don't know. I don't know. How, I, mean, I don't know how to justify forty eight thousand. I'll, I'll, I'll give it the benefit of the doubt because I still think that most people don't even know what a Ravine is. Uh, yeah, but, but if, if the second year there's not a significant increase, then you know when it's more visible on the streets and in publications and social media and whatnot, if it doesn't go up significantly in the second year production, then it's going to be worrying. I thought Ravine had a lot of hype behind them. I. Honestly, I thought they had more than 48,000 pre-orders worth of hype. I th- would think so, too, but I feel like w- we are surrounded by people who know cars. So I guess. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't think the average person... I was, I was expecting at least 200. You were expecting I know we didn't 200. know these numbers. Yeah. That's a lot. I, I, was, I was expecting a year backlog. At least a year backlog. At least 150. I mean, I was expecting, like... A hundred. I mean, we we discussed our expectations on when we were talking electric trucks, and it was basically, hey, if you want any of these and you don't already have an order, tough luck. You got to wait two years. But it turns out (laughs) you still might be able to get one next year. Yeah. Yeah. Now, we do have to factor in, though, of the 150,000 capability of the factory, they are building the Amazon trucks, the Amazon van. Yeah, and there are more Amazon vans on order than there are reservations for the R1. Yeah, TNS. So you know, if you look at it that way, hey, they they are maxing out their factory's capabilities one way or another. Um, is it for the funner car, the the one we want to see? No, but as a business, they are hitting the numbers. They're hitting their quota. They're going to deliver one hundred and fifty thousand a year, one way or another, right? One way or another, and. Uh... They also disclosed uh, states that they cannot get a dealer license in. As expected. Which is uh, longer than the list of states that they are cleared for, unfortunately. Uh, big states in this list include uh, Michigan, obviously. Uh, New Jersey, New York, Texas, obviously. Washington State, Alabama, Arkansas. You, you, it's the usual sub- suspects for this, so... We discussed this in our direct sales episode, but Tesla has had a lot of years of fighting these direct sales laws, and they have special permission in a lot of these states. Yeah. So we were expecting companies like Lucid and Rivian to be far behind in this list of places they can actually sell in. Yeah. But hey, it's not too much of a detriment because Tesla can't sell in Texas, and Texas is still one of their most sold states in, right? It's so successful they're just making a factory there. That they're going to have to <laughs> ship the cars out just to sell it back in the factory that they sold it in. So, I mean, surely they'll get special permission by then, right? Surely, I would hope so. Um, Funny only for you, Gio. You're the only one that cares about this. Camp Kitchen not only found in the R1T, it will also be available in the R1S oh. in the rear. Listen, Camp Kitchen is, is the most innovative thing I have seen an automaker maker come up with since the electric car. Bro, they just put a kitchen <laughs> in a car. Yeah, and Tesla just put Netflix in a car. That's a that's a high innovation for you? Kitchen in a car? Listen, listen, you can have a kitchen inside a house. You can have a kitchen even outside a house. 
but a portable kitchen in a car? Name someone more innovative than RJ. You can't. Elon who? Elon who, Dennis? <laughs> uh, speaking of our... Tesla one, bot has nothing on the camp kitchen. I'm sorry. Okay? Camp kitchen is the best thing. <laughs> out of... Speaking of the R1S, that will not go into production until December. So, kind of a small delay, but... Uh, I mean, Is that a delay? I don't think we had R1S numbers at all. I think it's just a, an announcement. I mean, they were kind of released... They were kind of unveiled side by side, and they're in the same platform, and I mean... Well, I we s- always knew the R1S was coming after. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think they stated that, Yeah. starting with R1T. Yeah. Um, what else did they say? Uh, service centers, 120 service centers, and uh, an excess of 1,000 mobile service vans by 2023. So Good number. You know, I've, if, if anyone remembers the early days of Tesla, um, and I mean, I, it's probably still true in certain regions, but uh, getting your Tesla serviced can be a very painful process. And back in the days, you would have to wait weeks and weeks for parts to come. And hopefully uh, Rivian cannot won't make that same mistake that's definitely something to factor in for all of these new companies mm-hmm. they kind of do have to stick to sales in larger metropolitan areas that they can service yeah people don't really want to drive 100 miles to get their car serviced when it happens if it happens yeah so um i think that was i think that was the most of that was the that was the big points from from this from That's this uh, filing, I mean, Rivian still has, an, still has an IPO'd. Uh, it's supposed to be about eighty billion dollar market cap. Supposedly. Now, aren't they supposed to begin deliveries like this month? I think I think it's supposed to be late October, yeah, or somewhere in October because they started they, last month, the beginning. Will they begin deliveries or IPO first? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I know this is funny. It's it's like the backwards of Lucid. You know, Elon did make that joke on Twitter one time. Maybe I'm paraphrasing this wrong Mm -hmm. and remembering it wrong, but Mm -hmm. he said maybe they should uh, deliver a car, at least one car, before IPOing at such a price. Yeah. They might deliver one car. (laughs) I mean, we saw a picture on Twitter today of Rivian on the road. They're on the road, uncamoed. They're there. They're ready. That looked like a regular license plate, I think, so that may have been an owner. Perhaps. They did have their delivery event already. Yeah. But I don't know if we count those as beginning deliveries as we saw with the Model S. What was it? 80 cars with the Model S refresh. And then they kind of just didn't do any for three months. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if we if we consider delivery events as official. But by by them, by their terms, I guess it's official. They have begun deliveries. Uh, I, I, I suppose. Yeah. Um. Uh, one 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 last thing I forgot to mention: uh, 145 charging sites in 30 states. Uh, and it's not a it's not a proprietary charger, correct? No, I think it's just a regular CCS. So, why even bother? Honestly. Well, I remember. I don't know if it's specifically these ones, but you know, Rivian's entire thing has been like go out and adventure stuff like that. Uh, so I remember they're more in the wilderness. Almost, a, almost like a year ago, they announced they will specifically put their chargers. I don't know if all of them were specifically reserved some chargers to be put in kind of out of the way places by national parks and all that stuff, because 
you know, it's kind of silly to advertise to, for basically all of the pictures. If you ever look at an R1T, it's people in the middle of nowhere camping. It would be kind of silly if uh, that's your entire advertising campaign and you wouldn't even be able to drive your car out into the wilderness. So I guess that is a, a niche that hasn't been filled. We'll see. We'll see. Wild, wild chargers, the wilds. wilderness chargers, the, the wilds. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we've seen metropolitan areas. We've seen off highways. Haven't seen the wilderness yet. Still untapped. So, yeah, Gio, we got, you know, Rivian and Lucid. I think we're set as, like, two of the predominant candidates to take the fight to Tesla. You know, one for the Model S and this one for the Cybertruck. Uh, Pre-order numbers for both aren't so hot. Uh, So, I don't know. I don't know. I comparatively. Think uh, comparatively. I mean, like I said, I don't know what you're supposed to compare these numbers to. If we compare them to first couple years of Tesla, it's fine. But uh, we're obviously not in that same environment anymore where people didn't even know how to spell the word electric car. Uh, but Tesla's been defending themselves against these cars, against both of these. With have. the Lucid. Lucid announced they would be the first vehicle with 500 miles of range. And then Tesla said, no, we're going to do it first. And, and then and Tesla not to do it. <laughs> canceled it and didn't do it. And Lucid did become the first car with 500 miles of range. Yeah. Um, and then with the Rivian, mm-hmm. Rivian announced that Camp Kitchen. And then when the Cybertruck was released, they, they unveiled a few pictures with a camper mode with a kitchen. Lucid, Lucid and Rivian are the only companies that I've personally seen where, where Elon got to say something on Twitter. Yeah. So, but I mean that is, is true. It's why we have them up there. It's why they're so valuable in their market caps because they are the only companies that are kind of trying to tackle Tesla's uh, demographic and a niche of tech-forward EVs. All the other automakers are still stuck with their data dealership models and ICs with a much slower transition. You look at a company like Rivian is going to come out the gate already ten years ahead of any other automaker. We're uh, we're totally gonna uh, ignore uh, Polestar for this, you know, even though. Yeah, we gotta do a Polestar episode. Even we don't though talk about Polestar uh, they, they already got cars on the road. <laughs> one, one one of these days, we'll we'll just sit down and discuss Polestar. Polestar been <laughs> mad underappreciated by us and everyone. <laughs> uh, but but if you are a Polestar fan, I I want you to know that we do know its existence, and I've seen one on the road, and they're cool, but they're just not. Yeah, but it's just it's just Volvo though. It's not as know? sexy. It's, it's it's a Model Three competitor. Just, That's not as fun. It's just a rebranded Volvo. It's not a Model S competitor, and it's not a Cybertruck competitor. So it's just not as it's you know, it's the vanilla of the EV world. And I mean, people like vanilla, but people don't, you know jump out of the seats for vanilla ice cream except our one friend but he doesn't count so with that geo uh yes uh, are you investing in the uh Rivian ipo 80 billion sounds like a lot 80 billion um, does sound like a lot i think it sounds like a lot because it is a lot it is a lot it's <laughs> it's a stupid amount of money for a company that as far as we know still hasn't uh put a car I mean, on the road you have you have someone like ford who owns probably five to ten percent of rivian only being valued at a little bit over half <laughs> of Rivian's value. I mean, it's 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 a lot for an unproven company. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I did say it. You know, these companies are coming out the gate at least five, ten years ahead of all these other automakers in terms of being ahead in the direction the market's moving. 
Right. Maybe it's justifiable. I don't know. They do have much higher margins, much higher margins than any of these other cars have because they do direct sales. You got to understand something. Ford's margins would be, Ford's income would be twice as high if they just didn't have franchises. Mm -hmm. They split their margins with the dealer group. Mm -hmm. And they do bring in the extra revenue stream of these digital assets like software-based um, FSD features or whatever Rivian's calling it. Right. And software-based uh, just packages in general, internet packages. And I think Rivian has another subscription service or maybe that is the 500 the five thousand five hundred dollar service they had like a premium service yeah better be for that price better be a premium service. we're still waiting for a tesla app store there's there's a lot of there's a lot more revenue streams with these new tech forward vehicles than there are with regular cars and while it's not that hard for someone like ford or even jaguar was i think the first non-tesla company to implement ota it's not hard for them to implement these software features uh i don't know if the demographic of a nissan uh rogue driver cares about paying extra for netflix and stuff like that you know what i mean True. but but i guess they do i, I don't know man so is that a no and only only a <laughs> two hundred thousand only a two hundred thousand cap on vehicle uh, production for the first yeah, three years minimum that that's interesting i mean maybe it's looking too far into the future but uh um... well they just planned another factory this is 200,000 capped for this factory. Oh, I was about by to 2023. say, I must have missed that information about another factory. I was about to say, yeah. where's where's the second factory? They, I don't know if they purchased the land or there, there is talks about another factory. Like more than talks, like it's already in well, the works. Well, okay then. I mean, um, so they're expecting growth before even selling their first car. <laughs> well, let's, let's. We we always say Rivian has done basically everything right thus far, um, but now we just have to wait for their car to actually be good. Now, now here's the thing though. Yeah, here's the thing. Yeah. you go to you go to Tesla, and we knew Tesla's plan out the gate. They started with a luxury car, and they went to a mass-produced car. Yeah, you look at Lucid, and we have their up their uh, future out the gate already planned as well. We have a luxury uh, sedan, and then a luxury SUV, and then they're going to work their way down towards more affordable vehicles as well. Yeah, They're going to fall directly into Tesla path. We don't have that information for Rivian, I don't believe. We have the R1T, the R1S, and these Amazon vans. Well, we do... This was like a year... Over a year ago, We they did trademark different names. I can't remember them anymore. I believe it was a R1X... Which people connect... Presumed to be a crossover? No, you would think, but RJ at one point said he wants like a... a I don't know what the correct terminology like for this. Like like a buggy off-road type of car is. And, you know, X... A Nikola NZT? Yeah, you know, X is extreme. <laughs> so, you know, it just makes sense. And then um, an R2S or something? An R2T? Like a different number. Just uh, the next the next generation presumed, right? Well, either that or a different size. Or bigger. Bigger, smaller. Bigger, smaller. That's possible. Yeah, I mean, so. these cars are on the smaller side. Yeah. They don't have a full bed. Yeah. But they do have a full cabin. So it's big interior, small trunk. Yeah. Um, something that they did announce in this SEC filing as well is is their fleet. Uh, fleet management. Their fleet um software, mm -hmm. fleet management software that they're planning on eventually doing, and that kind of gives us a hint as to where their future is heading. That tied with the Amazon vans, you know, they could be going up against 
someone like the Lightning, the F-150 Lightning and the uh, Workhorse, if that ever comes about, mm. as a fleet truck. Because we know how important those are. Right. I the know less talked about, fun, less fun, less talked about fleet yeah. vehicle. Yeah. That is still pretty significant because, hey, it's the perfect place for EVs right now. And there's a lot of them. Something like 800,000 sold a year. Mm-hmm. It's not really... You got the e-transit, too. So I think that's the direction Rivian's going to head. Mm-hmm. I think they'll just maybe sell these Amazon vans to other customers as well. Maybe have a fleet truck as well. But nothing has is, like, stated like Tesla and like Lucid have done. Nothing is in, writ- in writing. There's we no don't know where this is heading. fancy infographics showing me pictures. No fancy infographics. No. So No I'm... cars under covers drawn. Exactly. Where are my cards under covers? <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to wait for the first earnings report, I guess, whenever that is. Uh, so, yeah. That's Rivian. I'm excited. You're excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I, I like Rivian. I, I, I've been waiting for this car. I hope this... You, at one point, uh, considered At one point, buying. I thought I might have bought one. Uh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. And you know what? Now that I know that the reservation line isn't that big, it might be back into consideration, realistically. Depends how quick they can get these first 48,000 out the door. True. Because I, 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 I am in the market soon, given that the Cybertruck has been delayed a whole year. A whole year. And a whole year. The Lightning is unappealing. I, I said it. I said it. <laughs> And oh no, he said it. I said it. And then Trevor Millen doesn't exist anymore. And, uh, Listen, I still have faith. Trevor Millen is going to come back with the Nikola Badger. Okay, he's just going to form his second company, and he's going to call it Nikola Two. Yeah. And we're going to see the Nikola Badger Two. Yeah. No. Yeah. Book it. It's book it. Story's not over. We're, story's we not have over. a Trevor Millen sequel. Yeah. Trevor's it's coming. Still, <laughs> Trevor's still young, relatively. I I can't wait for the next chapter. Uh, <laughs> Yes, uh, Rivians, look for them on the road, and uh, let's hope they don't uh, fall apart or blow up or anything like that.